It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. Kindergarten Memoirs, November, December, Quarter 2. A lot of the appeal of teaching kindergarten was my idea that class would be mostly fun and games. The teacher I replaced two weeks into the school year hadn't accomplished much, and I lacked any point of reference toward what the tiny student should know and be able to do. My academic worldview was also shaped through the experience of meeting group home residents and high school students that, as teenagers, couldn't yet read or do math. I sent out first quarter report cards that were mostly straight A's, and even as late as November, I was still letting my kids watch feature-length cartoon movies during the week. All my streaming services now have a kindergarten profile. Miss Bruna finally had to confront me and say, Oi, mind you, Christmas is almost here and these kids can't read. As Miss Bruna and I kicked up the academics, I observed that my class of 16 students was a true bell-shaped curve. Four of my students were naturally gifted and would grasp any concept I threw at them. Eight of my students sat comfortably in the middle and could catch up to the gifted students if I pushed them. And, unfortunately, four of my students were going to struggle no matter what and were perhaps not ready for school other than their age required it. Of my four gifted students, two were troublemakers in a smart but naughty way. Of my four struggling students, two were troublemakers in a confused and suddenly traumatized way. Miss Bruna and I relentlessly taught English language arts and math, always catering to the best and brightest, then challenging that middle group to keep up. Since I don't accept crying and any unfinished work carried over to recess, the underperformers learned how to side-eye answers from more capable peers and the value of fake it till you make it, which, hey, is a legitimate life skill. On the admin side, I really enjoyed this principal's hands-off approach. I always thought it strange that in any job other than teaching, you may get an evaluation here or there, but by and large, you're hired to perform a task and then left alone to do it. Only in teaching is there this culture of professional development where you have to tune in week after week for ongoing blame and shame. However, at this charter school, the professional development meetings were either useful, such as guest speakers from the company supplying us our curriculum books or data tracking software, or for event planning, or otherwise reverted back to personal planning time. Our principal seemed to trust us after she hired us and then backed off to let us do our thing. This trust pushed me to want to become a better teacher, whereas in the past I'd either not care or make choices to antagonize my micromanager. Funny how a good principal results in good teachers. My current school contains the best colleagues I've ever had. The other teachers range from professional and exemplary to just competent and neutral. There is behavior and attitude here and there that gets on my nerves, but dude, I'll take it. The second grade teacher is young, and when her class comes to recess 10 minutes after hours has started, where she is responsible for watching first and second grade while the first grade teacher goes on break, 
break. I suddenly have to watch three times the number of students while she just texts under her big floppy hat and bug-like sunglasses. The nerve, right? Again, I'll take it. Likewise, the older fifth grade teacher grants her classroom random brain breaks where she turns them loose on the playground outside of their scheduled times so she can stand at her door and eat a cup of yogurt with granola bits. Are you kidding me? At times, I'm suddenly watching the whole school. Maybe this bothers me because, admittedly, I'm the weakest link when it comes to campus-wide crowd control. By Christmas, the kindergartners were reading and their test scores were acceptable. Watching kindergartners take standardized tests on Chromebooks is like watching wild apes react to an alien obelisk suddenly dropped in the middle of their primitive habitat. I realized if a computer was going to gatekeep my student success, then we needed to spend more time in the second half of the year online. Since I feared embarrassing the school at the Christmas pageant, never having been responsible for opening a musical show, I made sure we practiced Jingle Bells and Feliz Navidad every single day before the performance. Miss Bruna supplied all the little red hats. The class sang beautifully, Spanish lyrics and all. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com.